How's it going, folks? Um, this is just a, a brief little info uh, on the episode you're about to listen to. Um, this was a kind of a trial and error kind of thing. Um, obviously, you can hear a little bit of um, iffy uh, recording errors. Uh, my voice is a little warbly in the beginning a few times, and uh, Clayton as well, um, my guest, um, as well has some sounds in the background, uh, so just disregard that, uh, we're working things out. This was recorded on, uh, both of our iPhones, and, uh, it went decent, um, just, uh, bear that in mind as you listen to this, and, uh, enjoy the episode. Good afternoon. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right, sweet. We are all set then. Cool. I'm in my uh, my fort. Hmm. I'm uh surrounded by um these um like soft like pillow things in the uh, the wellness room. Nice. Which uh, I guess I should explain since we are this is officially an episode of the uh, Green Mountain Marauders. Yes. Um. I'm here, and you're there, uh, Caleb Bridgman, here in the, uh, the wellness room at Lamoille Union High School, and uh, Clayton Sargent. Howdy. I'm at home. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we're just going to do a brief rundown on um, D&D in general, and uh, DMing, um, just some talk of uh, what we've been doing, uh, just kind of to catch anyone listening up um we kind of started all of this uh when did we start it was i think uh maybe a few months a few few months ago at this point yeah Um, it was it wasn't october it was november no uh, it was it was was before because we had an we had a whole october uh session yeah so it was like it was either um, September or it was I think it was September that we started yeah that makes sense but yeah we started and my original plan was um, to have just a couple people uh, yeah. <laughs> gather around in my basement and uh, I was gonna be a DM and we were gonna play, play D&D and uh, one thing led to another and my D&D campaign became um, my project at Epic, which was, it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. I presented that, and that was that, but more of the, the campaign-wise, uh, we ended up with, like, oh, I don't know, ten people or so. There's, like, yeah. something like that. And, A lot of people. I think it was, like, maybe maybe twelve. I don't know, though. Yeah, and, of course, that's, that's, that's a, way too many. Like, four or five, that's a good number for one <laughs> one table yeah. and um so yeah i had clayton here yeah. and you uh you 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 stepped in to uh help me help me dm yeah which was yeah. extraordinarily helpful because i don't think i would have been able to do all this without you um mm. and i you played you did play character for a little while until yeah for a little bit i was ready you want to explain uh, what what kind of character that was, and we'll we'll use that as a um, 
a uh, a description of how character creation and a character can look. Oh, okay. So basically, um, you at like you were like, okay, we're gonna do a D and D campaign, and this this first beginning thing, we're just gonna have like this little thing until uh, everyone else can join because there was a play going on. Yeah. And yep. so there were a bunch of people that couldn't come. So you just wanted to do like a little beginning thing. I was in the play, but I was less there and I could come over more often. So I made this kind of joke character. His name was Swifty and he was this tiny gnome who was intimidating as all heck. And I was just thinking that I was going to discard the character, give it to someone else. And eventually he just kind of stuck with me. And so he's this two foot five 35 pound rock gnome rogue who scares the crap out of even himself and kind of knows a dragon it's a long story but basically <laughs> like all the characters we kind of made them just having fun having a blast with them and so now wherever my character is he's off doing something else but yeah i don't i don't play him anymore not at this moment at least i at this one he may, yeah, uh, I was hoping... he may uh, be uh, a, a, a recurring character in the future, but we, we yeah, we started, um, we were in a uh, an area known as the Sword Coast, um, I was running a, uh, it's kind of like a short beginning campaign uh, called the, the Minds of Fandalier. Uh it's a pretty popular beginner's campaign uh, for new DMs and new players. Um, and yeah, we had, uh, I think you, Cameron, um, who else do we have? We had Curtis, Alethea. Curtis Alethea. We had Ian, but then it changed into Sam. Yeah, because, was, uh, was Sam there? Sam the was there off and on. Yeah. Uh, Ian definitely, he lost interest really quickly. Um, yeah. he's more into the airsoft, but, um, yeah, so we had, what, the four, four of you. And yeah. that was a pretty good group. Uh, I don't remember a whole lot of that. I have it all on a, the Minds of Fandalier book, um, if I ever do want to go over it. But, um, I mean, to recap, you guys uh, ran into some goblins here and there. Actually, you fought a lot mm. of goblins. You uh, <laughs> you avoided an entire goblin um, dungeon uh, by kind of sneaking around. That was, that was kind of my fault. I kind of uh, presented that option. Um... Mm. But you guys went through that. Uh, you made a friend, a friendly goblin. Oh uh, yeah. Oh wait, was it? A... Oh right, that goblin. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you want to explain that. That <laughs> that that goblin. And, uh, so uh, basically, into. it's like this. It's just a goblin, like this all-powerful, quote-unquote all-powerful goblin that uh, nobody actually really knows about, and his name is Zebi. And he's got this really high-pitched, annoying voice. And he's kind of a telepath, in a sense. He's just a really strong, like, magic user. And he's, he um, to play around. If I ever do create him as an actual character, like a character G form, he will definitely be something like a... I'll, I don't know, I'll create him as, like, a 10th level wizard or something. And that'd be a good representation of what he is. He's, he's a trickster, really. Um... The the whole un he's he's known as the un, uh, undying god um, to some people, but that's really that's just another a, a game of his really. He he likes to be called that, but he's 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 not a god. He's just a, a very powerful wizard. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, you guys met him, he kind of joined up for a while, you made some other friends, um, you met a dragon named Daryl, yep. um, that was really fun, I think, uh, you guys bartered with him for a while, until, uh, you eventually got him to fly away, and, uh, I don't know what, what he ended up doing, he was looking for the mines we... as well. Yeah, we agreed to help him with something, or, yeah, we agreed to help him, uh, like, get back his land because it's taken over by someone if he helped us, and then he did, and then now we have to, like, go across the land and help him with his... Yeah, uh, I mean, I think you guys kind of tricked him out of that, um, after, yeah, I think you, you sent him to investigate the mines, uh, and then right after that, I think you, re you found someone who helped you get into the mines, and inside of these mines was a, uh, it was a pretty big dungeon, but, um, there was a, uh, a evil, a wizard or something, but he, um, the Black Spider or something, I think, that was his name, right? The Black Spider? Yeah, that was his name. Um, but he was also there, um, in, in quite a, a force with his, his minions, and they were there to, uh, find the uh, something called the the forge of spells which mm. was a uh, kind of a, a f yeah a forge in general um where they crafted magical items in the uh, in the mines and i guess i think you guys ended up uh just killing them in general yeah i think they i think they did i wasn't there but i do remember you recapping me on it um i'm pretty sure they just kind of killed him and then they uh, did. They got the forge. Yeah. 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 They they went in. There was a, a maze. They went through. They um, fought some bugbears, um, and then eventually, I yeah, got to the around a bunch of zombies. They got to the forge. Um, they had a conversation with a beholder. No, not a beholder. A wraith. Um, mm. A wraith, and there was another magical being they talked to. I'm not quite sure who it was, but, um, they were both very powerful, and they had to be tricked out of their, their loot. Uh, but after basically looting that place, there wasn't a whole lot there. Um, they ended up, yeah, they just went back around and faced off with, uh, the Black Spider, which went surprisingly well, I think. Um. Yeah. They ended up with a bit of loot from him. I think Cameron still has the uh, the staff um, that the the yeah, Black Spider had. Does, unless he got rid of it, I don't remember. Yeah, he's probably hoarding it somewhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, after doing that, they uh, they exited the mines and uh, went back to the the, the town, Fandolin, and uh, found it was in ruins because uh, Daryl had a hissy fit. And uh, mm. burned it all to the ground. Um, and they they proceeded from there uh, to follow ZB to uh, what ZB thought was a uh, a city known as Neverwinter. Uh, a few people might know what Neverwinter is. It's a fairly large city in D and D, um, but it was gone. And were you there for that as well? Um, no, I wasn't. No, but yeah, they they went there and they just found the city just vanished. Um, so that was that was a bit of a shocker. But right after that, let me look through some of these notes here. 
um, there was a series of places they went to, but your group started at a point. Um, oh, yeah. And you started in uh, somewhere called Everdeep. I'm not sure if you ever explained that to them, but it was uh, an Akroa or a bird person uh, lair. And mm-hmm. uh, there was some, some nests. Uh, I don't know if you, you were there, so you, you could probably explain it a little better than I can. Yeah, so they, they woke up and they were just in like kind of this not really centered nest, but they were in a nest kind of tied up. And eventually they got out after a long, long time of struggling. A long time. And yeah, no, it took it took like a solid 45 minutes just for them to finally get out of the rope, um, which was just horrible. Like they got horrible rolls. Anyways, so... Um, it was like this this dark cave there was a stairway up and that was like where they would have to fight a whole bunch of those bird people yeah and then there was, there was like there was a whole a whole army of them up there yeah with like this giant one and whatnot um but they're what they what they ended up doing was one of one of the people decided to eat one of these eggs that was supposed to explode you uh dealing like 12 <laughs> 12 d6 force damage or something maybe yeah. 10 d6 it, it was a lot it was enough to kill them and the only way that you would survive is if you rolled a 20. And if you rolled that 20, then you would get a plus one mod to any stat permanently. And what did they roll when they ate the egg? A 20. So they did not explode. And um, yeah, that was exciting. And then they eventually, they eventually got out of the cave after like a long, long time of just freaking around. Yeah, and... I have the, um, I actually have the notes here. There was, yeah, there was the, the bird people in there, um, there was the harpy eagle cage, um, mm-hmm. and something called grimlocks. They're kind of ghoul, zombie kind of things, just patrolling around there. Um, there's a buttload of rope that, I guess that's where one of the characters got it. Um, there's 400 feet of rope. Yeah. Which, uh, I guess they still have. Um, but... Yeah, I think they, they ended up killing uh, the Grimlocks by making the Harpy Eagle scream or something. That was that was what yeah. I heard. Yeah. Um, next level down, uh, everything was underwater. Um, <coughs> uh, there were some skeletons, uh, some gunpowder. I don't know if you remember a whole lot about that, that part. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I remember that uh, one of the people in my campaign, George... He went down into the water, and he found this this helmet that allowed him to breathe underwater. And he like he triggered these skeletons that like, and he awoke in them. And then he got back out of the water in a loud explosion. They heard a loud explosion, and the water just kind of flooded out, and all the skeletons had died from the explosion. And there was there was a few of them too. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. There was like eight, maybe nine of them. Um. And that was, and then it opened up a hole in the wall, and that's eventually how they got out of the, the whole cave area. And right after that, I believe they ended up running into the. Uh, they didn't know they were in the same uh, setting or campaign as the other group, my group. Yeah, no, no, they didn't. But um, they ended up in the same town, Fandolin, as my group was previously in. Um, and that was. That was interesting. Uh, I think they were 
not too surprised. Yeah, they were kind of, they were kind of, I mean, originally they were kind of in shock because everything was destroyed. Um, but they, they left eventually after, you know, exploring a little bit and they went through the forest instead of going around it. Yeah. And that was where, that was where I thought it would be smart to put them like at level one or level two against Ents. <laughs> I, didn't realize, I didn't realize how strong uh, Ents were. And so I, I looked up their stats and I was like, you guys need some Ents. And I look them up and then it's like a hundred plus, a hundred plus dam- health and like they do like 50 damage on a good hit. And I was like, no, nah, we're just gonna Yeah. It, it, it's good to know what you're throwing at the players before throwing them. Yeah. The and that's, that's when I learned that. And then we just kind of looked up the stats first and then and then sent the things at him. Yeah. Um, as your group was there, I believe my group uh, ended up at somewhere near named uh, Sigurd. Um, they had a run-in with a Cobalt gang. Um, they also ended up uh, finding a child, a Cobalt child. And uh, this child happened to have a, uh, a crystal in its arm. Mm. And, uh, they were obviously confused. Um, I think one of the, uh, the group members, Cameron's character, actually, uh, contracted a head wound there, and, uh, hasn't quite been the same since. Yeah. Uh, I think he fell out of a, a lighthouse or something. But, um... Yeah. Briefly, after that, they were, uh, they were traveling for quite a ways. Um... They ended up... Eventually, they ended up in a, um, kind of a, a frozen witch bog. It was starting to get cold. They were in, like, a, a bog, a witch, a witch bog. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And, uh, they met, uh, their friend ZB's, uh, grandmother. And, mm. um, that was, uh, it was, it was quite a run-in. Um, they ended up fighting a, uh, a corrupted hag. And, uh, I think they, they, they beat the crap out of her, really. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a fair fight. Yeah. Um, but, uh, they had an interesting time. They found some interesting things, um, in that, that bog. They found a, uh, enchanted suit of armor, I believe. Um, there was, uh, a pie and a bird, dead bird tied to the ceiling in one of the huts. Um, mm-hmm. they, uh, they ate the pie. Uh, I was a little surprised on that, but it was it was just that it was a pie. It was nothing poisoned or anything, so it was it was fine. Um, but uh, yeah, after that they ended up um, leaving after gathering uh, winter clothing from one of the uh, the, the friendly hags and uh, proceeded on to uh, somewhere called Snashley Mansion, um, which was. Uh, it was, a, it was a large mansion. Uh, it had a mind oh, flayer. Yeah. yeah, it had a mind flayer. Uh, astronomer. Um, and he, uh, he, he, was, he was friendly. Uh, they also met uh, someone named Sonia Gashi, who was uh, my character. And I implemented there. Um, he meets up with them. Uh, they meet the mind flayer. Everyone's having a good old time. Cameron baked a pie in the middle of the night. And, uh... At that point, uh, this mansion actually got besieged by, uh, townsfolk who wanted to kill the Mind Flayer, because the Mind Flayer is a, um, uh, kind of an alien creature. 
I'm not sure how 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 would you describe him? Um, kind of like it's almost like reminiscent of Cthulhu, but more human-like. I think. Yeah. That's a yeah, decent, that's like... a decent uh, description. I believe they uh, they most of them at one point were human. Um, they just uh, some of them kind of insert humans with this this uh, like bug thing, this alien slug, yeah. and uh, it, it turns them into mind flayers at some point. I, think. I, I believe that's how it works. They're all I think that is they're pretty pretty uh, odd creatures. But uh, this one was friendly. It had left its uh, its colony and uh, just you know wanted to be peaceful, and uh, you know it was a pretty pretty stacked fight against the villagers with a mind flayer because they are they are pretty powerful psychics and uh, yeah they were they, 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 the townsfolk didn't stand any chance. Um, after disposing of them, they uh, proceeded on to somewhere a, a city known as uh, Pratting Drift, mm-hmm. and. Uh, that's that's where they were headed. Um, they had been getting uh, these weird mind messages uh, from someone, and uh, uh, Sonny as well was uh, headed toward Pratt and Drift. And uh, they they had some uh, some misfit adventures. I guess I guess I don't know. Uh, they they ran around the town for a little while and uh, yeah. ended up in a bar. Uh, you know, as you do, and, uh, that's what I will say for now, um, they're, they're more or less there, um, they are going to be proceeding into a, uh, a dungeon that, uh, has a very powerful creature of, of sorts in it, and, uh, you know, they might, they might not fare so well, but, um, Luckily, that's where uh, your group came in. Ah, uh, yes. So, um, I guess I'll just start. So, after leaving the forest, they went to a town. And this is this is your group. This is my group. This is my group. Not um, not Caleb's group. Uh, they went to a town. It had uh, Duragar in them, which are basically they're kind of like dark dwarves, like cannibalistic. Yeah, cannibalistic, basically. Yeah, uh, dwarves. Um, and they didn't know about the, the dwarves being evil. And so there was also halfling farmers. And they were scared out of their minds. They decided to kill the Duragar outside that were just chilling. And then they, yeah, they just they went into the inn and they went to sleep. Except for one of them who uh, was played by Griffin. <laughs> And he was he was smart enough to, to sleep outside with the halfling farmers, and they were all kidnapped. Everyone sleeping in the inn was kidnapped by the uh, the king Durigar, and uh, basically uh, Griffin or Jacoby is his character's name. He had to rally the halflings to go and save the uh, the uh, kidnapped uh, party mates, and. And it worked for the most part, right? Yeah, yeah. Like there was, it was, it was an interesting fight, I guess. Um, there were there were some really close calls where they almost died, but you know they they eventually uh, made it out, and the halflings thanked them and then sent them on their way to another town, Grass Talk, and then they went through 
they went through there and there was like a giant horde of zombies that kind of pushed them out and they ran through like the forest that's where they got some magical items which i know you you kind of DM'd yeah there yeah they I ended up in was... the um uh forest that was full of these uh magical enormous trees that are bigger than redwoods and they had uh some run-ins with some some creatures called bloodless ones and uh one of the players lucas lucas jones his character um, I'm not sure what his name, his name is, Emmanuel or something. It's Emerald. Emerald. That's what it is. And, uh, he actually adopted one of the, uh, the bloodless one creatures. Uh, which is, if you can imagine, um, kind of like a, a demo dog or a, well, a mini demo gargan from Stranger Things. Um, kind of like skinless, bloodless, uh, kind of crawls around and acts more or less dog-like, um... But it, it, it craves flesh and blood. So, uh, you know, that's, that's real fun. And uh, they ended up leaving that place pretty pretty quickly. Um, and did they go straight to Predindrift from there? Yeah, they did. If I remember correctly, they went they went straight to Predindrift from there. And then um, I don't think... Did they... Was it, was it there that they, like, immediately met... The um, they, they bumbled around it's for a little while, <laughs> and, uh, they eventually did end up in the, uh, in the same bar as, um, as my group. Mm. And at that point, I had you running, uh, my, my character, Sonny Agashi, and, uh, mm-hmm. all of everyone was crowded around my one table in my basement, and, uh, that got a little hectic, um, yeah. They uh they did some investigating. They did a little bit of fighting in in between themselves and uh they all mostly for the most part are ending up uh in the entrance to the uh the dungeon. And uh that is more or less where we are. Uh I'm not sure how much we should say. Uh I know I'm not going I'm not going to say anything because of this is I don't want to yeah. spoil anything, but I do know that um basically where we left off was <clears throat> some uh, Cameron's character was in the hospital I think still. he actually uh, no yeah because he um, had remember he had gotten uh, kidnapped out of the uh, oh yeah he was kidnapped yeah, and he was actually um, brought down into the dungeon and has uh, very very little uh, idea where he is um, we had, who else did we have? We had, a... uh, Sonny was sick. You, yeah. Uh, Sonny, he, something, something happened. He's, he's kind of drained. He doesn't feel so great. So he's laying down asleep. Tarhan and Sharku are Sam and Curtis's characters are down in the dungeon as well with, um, Lucas's. Lucas had, uh, Lucas and down there. It was someone else. Was it Gracie? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Gracie, yeah, because Gracie threw the rope down to the dungeon. And then we also uh, threw some of the rope down to the dungeon. We had um, Griffin, I think. He was uh, investigating um, the town a little more, I think. I think, was it the school? Yeah, he might have been the school. school. And uh, he also had, at that point, he had the child, um, Alethea's child. And uh, there's also Robin's character. Which was, I think they were looking, they were, they were, they were, they were poking around the town a little bit as well. 
Um, of course, I'm yeah. trying to get them all kind of in the same spot, on the same page. But, you know, whatever happens, happens. Um, we'll see how it goes from there this Friday, uh, hopefully. And uh, yeah. as long as we have a decent amount of people and we can get it going with everyone on the same table, we'll get some, some more development going on. And uh should be a, a good time. Hopefully I don't have to play three characters. Yeah, again. we should have... Because last, yeah, last week we had um, a few people out. So, um, for the most part, that's that's what's happened. Uh, there's been a few um, one-shots or uh, short uh, campaigns that had little to no... Um, and anything to do, really, with um, the main campaign. And... Uh, yeah, that's uh, basically the story so far. Um, I have to head on back up, and uh, I will get this published and uh, maybe edit it a little bit. Uh, I know you were, you're not in the yeah. best place to record currently. You were, had a little bit of noise in the background. So uh, hopefully we, yeah, yeah. we'll be able to record next time. Uh, I have plans. We're going to set up another spot that should be a little bit better um but yeah um thanks for we can record we can record like later yeah yeah or something if you're still um but i don't want to i want to put out episodes um at least one every week um this was not supposed to be this quite this long um i'm probably gonna end up editing a lot um if i can do that i'm not sure exactly how um, but, yeah, we'll have this out soon, and, uh, we'll see what you guys think. So, thanks for tuning in, and Clayton, thanks for joining me. I so, need uh, time, yeah, man. see you guys later. See ya.